This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 5th, 2019. I'm Jeff Fisher. All right, we continue our journey around the country. A couple of weeks ago, I put out on Twitter that uh, the first uh, five head coaches to uh, retweet a tweet would get uh, the ability to come on here and talk for uh, 10 to 15 minutes about their program, uh, promoting their kids, their uh, their coaches, their staff, the school and the community. And uh, one of the gentlemen that uh, took me up on that, we actually had seven winners because a couple came in all at the same time and I didn't want anybody getting mad at me. Uh, but we're going to uh, Georgia, my home state now. I live in Atlanta and uh, we're going to, I believe it's LJ is uh, exactly where the, the Gilmer Bobcats are located. And uh, Kevin Saunders is in his first year with the team, and he's going to join us now and uh, talk about what uh, he has in store for 2019 prior to getting here. He'd been the head coach at uh, Pebblebrook in uh, Cobb County outside of Atlanta here, and uh, he's had uh, quite the uh, coaching resume. He's uh, not, not a guy that's uh, planted roots in every state, but uh, he's got uh, three of them aside from Georgie's coached in uh, Kentucky and Virginia, including a Virginia State Championship in 2011, and Coach Saunders is on the line right now to introduce us to the Bobcats of Gilmer. Welcome to the show, hey. Coach. Hey, great to be here. You know, it's a, it's a great time to be a Bobcat here in LJ. Uh, we got things, I believe, headed in the right direction. Uh, you take over a program that was 0 and 30. You can't go but one way, and that's up. And, <laughs> and I feel good about that. And that always makes you look like you're a pretty good coach. If you win one, you've already accomplished more than what they did previously. So it makes you look good. That's a positive uh, outlook. <laughs> yes, you know it really is. And I think we got the the kids that can do that here at the school. And, and you know, in the past, LJ's been successful in football. That's the other thing. It's not like it's always been downtrodden. Uh, football here is very important to the people in Gilmer County. Uh, been very good in the past, uh, and it's just fallen on some hard times here about the last four years. And uh, hopefully, we can get this thing uh, turned around. And the community's excited, the kids are excited, the administration, the school, uh, everything's going so far in the right direction. Well, let's yeah. Well, let's put you have you put on the Chamber of Commerce hat here uh, since uh, not every I, I guess I call it LJ. It's LJ. Is that is that proper? I want to make sure I get it's this LJ. Right. I yeah. just have sometimes I don't pronounce things the greatest way. I call it LJ. But yeah, it's, I'm never, I'm my Southern accent gets me. I have had a Southern accent a long time, and then being even in Virginia, it stuck out really bad there too. And I don't know why, but well, it just does. I'm a dumb Dutchman from Pennsylvania, and that uh, that means I'm a dumb German. But uh, so my sometimes people I, I say across. Sometimes I try to get that out. I put a T at the end of the S. But anyway, I don't know what that's talking about. But oh, yeah. let's let's put on the Chamber of Commerce hat here and tell the people around the country a little bit about where your community is. Uh, you talked a little bit about the tradition already, but give them a little bit of a uh, a landscape geography lesson here, so people can kind of picture what you're talking about here. We're in a rural community where, you know, it's in the North Georgia mountains. We're probably about an hour and a half, two hours from Atlanta, uh, about maybe an hour and a half from uh, North Carolina, uh, right below Tennessee, uh, tucked away in a beautiful, beautiful place. A uh, lot of lot of streams and rivers and, and mountains where you can just go, and, and there's a lot of people that have summer homes here and winter homes that come here and retire. Uh, we have a you know, an industry that's not, you know, apples are big here. We're in one of the biggest apple producing places in the country. And, and it's really cool to see this. We have an apple festival here. That's just incredible. And, and it's, and it people come from all over to go to it. Uh, 
we also have an incredible school system. Uh, we have a beautiful brand new middle school. Our high school is beautiful. We got brand new turf field, state of the art field house. Uh, the school has done it and the community and the school have come together and really put some emphasis on the, on the school and the academics here. And it, and it's showing and, uh, our kids are being successful, and, and we've got one of the top-notch wrestling programs in the country, not just in the in the state. We're, we've won 15 state championships here in wrestling, and, and we've been good in every sport, and we've just kind of fallen on hard times with football. Well, uh, when you start talking wrestling, I'm from the hotbed of wrestling, uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. Yes. So I, I know a thing or two about that. And hey, and, and, and wrestlers, and I've talked to a couple of coaches about this, wrestlers make great football players. Would you agree with that? Oh, no doubt. And I think uh, we have a really good wrestling coach here. And and, and we just got to get the wrestlers out. We got some out, and we just got to get more. But, yeah, it, it, it does. It's always I've always had good wrestlers that have played football and vice versa. So we're going to get this thing worked together where we can get more out. Yeah. Talking to Kevin Saunders, the head coach at uh, Gilmer here uh, outside of Atlanta, as he told you about an hour and a half, two hours traffic, maybe a little bit more than that. But you anyway, never know. you never know. We're talking about the Bobcats. He uh, coached at Pebblebrook High School in Cobb County uh, at, the, at the highest level here in Georgia, which is the 7A classification, three straight playoff appearances. So the big question is you come into a team that hasn't won a game in a little bit. You know, what is the Kevin Saunders Foundation? What did you bring in that, that has always been a part of you, whether you're here in Georgia, Kentucky, Virginia, what what does your program look like culture-wise and schemes-wise? Well, I've, I've been fortunate. I've been fairly successful, and, and a lot of that's just with great players. When I was at Pebblebrook, uh, we started with the wing team my first year there, but I knew we were eventually going to be a spread team. But they needed to get back to playing football a lot more physical and hand in the dirt and changing the culture that way, getting back to just the basics. The main thing is one of the best things I think we've done is that we get the kids in the weight room. I hired one of the best strength coaches who played for me in Virginia, and he's been coaching in Georgia a long time, Adam Wharton. And uh, he, I stole him from Pickens, and he is here running our weight program. It's one of the best things that we've done. I think if we can get the kids in the weight room, get them stronger, it carries over to the football field. And not just football, it carries over to all athletics. I don't think you can be successful in any sport now in high school unless you have a strong strength and conditioning program. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's across the board for any sport. And I'm very proud of what we've got going here. Uh, broke ground on a new weight room, and, and it seems to we'll eventually get it bigger because we got a lot of kids that are very interested in the weight program and are, are a little small, but we got great equipment. And like I said, things here are very important. This school is very important in this community. They're going to love you once you get that win and get a couple rolling there like you have your lifetime record, 158-84-2. So a lot of success there, which is good, but uh, you're only as good as the last W, obviously. Coach Saunders on the line with us. Um, talk about putting together a staff. I'm sure you had some holdovers and all that, but when you're out there as the HC, what are, what are you looking for when you're bringing in some new people, especially into a situation where you really got to rebuild it? Well, you got to make sure that he fits in with what you got. And uh, our superintendent principal allowed me to go out and get some of the best people that we could get. And that's a commitment from our administration and school board and everybody. They want what's best for these kids. And that was one of the things. Another thing is I want to be good in the classroom. If they're not good in the classroom, then they're not going to last very long with me. So the first thing, first one I hired was Adam Morton, like I said, strength coach from Pickens. And he does an outstanding job. Then I hired, um, 
John, Coach John Stone, and he was a holdover from the staff before. He'd only been here a year. He'd been coaching at River Ridge, and he's going to be helping our offensive line. Now, the offensive line coach I hired was Gary Morton, Coach Gary Morton. And Coach Morton came from Dublin, and he's been a head high school coach. And I've uh, been fortunate enough to get him up here, and he's going to be coaching our offensive line. He's top-notch. I've uh, got Jeff Thurman, who's the head baseball coach here. I talked to him back into coming back out coaching football. He hadn't coached football in a few years, so I got him to come back and coach, and I feel good about where we are with him. He's coaching the quarterbacks. And then uh, Justin Clutter, Coach Clutter, is an assistant baseball coach. Last year before I got here was his first year. He's coaching my defensive line, and, and he does a good job. And I kept Trey Rickman, who was uh, an offense coordinator last year. This year he's coaching my receivers, a younger coach who does a really, really good job. He's going to be a good head coach one day. Uh, and then uh, Patrick Daly, Coach Daly, has been head coach at Copper Basin in Tennessee. I brought him in. He was holed over from the staff and uh, giving him some more responsibility with what we're doing. He's with the running backs. Also, I have, um, let me see if I don't leave anybody out. Uh, I got one. I got uh, Heath Hinton, who's been a head football coach in Georgia. He played at, you know, stored Brookwood and coached there, and he's been a head coach at Lakeside and DeKalb. And uh, he was at Fannin County last year, and he's uh, one of the better science teachers I've been around. And he's going to come in and coach our outside linebackers, and, and he does a very, very good job. And I think that's about it as far as I am with my coaches, JV and varsity. We're all on the same staff here together. We do our varsity and JV together. And, and I'm fortunate enough to have total control in the middle school and our youth league programs, which is going to help us also. That's very, very important, those feeder programs. Kevin Saunders on the line uh, on the podcast tonight. Uh, the Gilmer Bobcats here in, in Georgia, my new home state, and we're talking about them. Let's get into to some of the names of the kids that have been uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing in the in the weight room through spring ball and summer ball, kids that you you expect things from on the field and off the field. What are, give me a couple of names. Uh, start on the offensive side. Well, first off, I want to say we've had 42 kids come all summer, not miss a day, and I've been really pleased with that, and that was one of the things that they've had problems with in the past, so uh, I feel good about that. Uh, we've got kids moved around in different positions from what they've been in the past. Uh, I think we're going we got a basketball player that come out and is going to play safety and receiver for us, and Braden Jenkins, and uh, he's only going to be a junior. He's about 6'4". And he's had a really, really good summer so far, and I'm anxious to see how he does. Um, Gooch is my favorite one, and then Andrew Gooch. And I just call him Gooch. He's been playing really well for us as an outside linebacker and fullback. Uh, Kobe Stone Cipher and Donnie, uh, and Donnie White have been really, really good with us on the uh, running backs and outside linebackers and corners. I'm anxious to see how Kanan Walker does this year. He's had a tremendous uh, offseason. He really has. He's got to speed up, and, and he is a really good corner. He's tall, lanky, but he's gotten stronger and, and feel good. Got a really good inside, two good inside linebackers in Ashton White and Kyle Allison. Both of them are big, both of them over 200 pounds, pushing about 215, 220, both run good. Want to be a fullback and tight end for us also. Our, our offensive line is, is young. We only really have one senior on the 
offensive line, but I'm looking to see how Dawson Stevens does. He's going to be a uh, offensive tackle for us. Um, Luke Morgan, I, my father got two seniors. Luke Morgan and Chase McClure are going to be our offensive linemen, and they'll be playing defense. We're going to have to play some kids both ways. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is in 4A football, and I just think even in 7A, I played some kids both ways. I just think you got to put your best kids out there. Uh, quarterback is Spencer Smith. It's my son, my stepson, and he's done pretty good. But uh, I'm, we're really good at receiver with Braden Jenkins and um, some of the other kids that we have out there that are running around. And I, I think we can throw the ball a little bit. Talking to Kevin Saunders, head coach at Gilmer. And uh, coach, uh, as as camp opens up here, what are some of the boxes you have to check off, you think, to, to have this program where it can snap that losing streak and, and get more than just one this year? Well, you got to gotta address the little things. And, and that's one of the things that uh, at times we have, we do okay with, and at times we don't. We're very inconsistent right now, and, and that's just part of it. Taking over a new football program and doing things different than what they've done in the past and we're a true wing tee team this year and, and we will be for a while but we can throw the ball out of it and we're three four on defense uh even though i'm a bud foster disciple and i've run a <laughs> four two five for a very long time i just felt like you know we got to adjust our schemes to fit our personnel mm-hmm. i don't believe in putting a square peg in a round hole and uh so i feel good about where we are uh, with our schemes, it's just they got to pay attention to little things, and and they haven't done that in the past, and, and we got to get better at it. And uh, we'll have some really good days. We've gone, done some things well at contact camp, and then we've done some things really poor at contact camp. And it's just the consistency, the consistency, and the inexperience is really, really poor right now for what we got going. Talking with uh, Coach Saunders here on the podcast tonight. And uh, before we let you get away here without uh, ticking off any of your brethren in the other states you've coached in, you got Georgia, you got Virginia <laughs> and Kentucky. It's been a while since I've had anybody that's had those three on the resume. Talk about to uh, compare and contrast a little bit. Uh, you know, we know what Georgia football is like, but how does it all stack up against the other states you were in? Again, don't, don't get anybody mad at you. <laughs> well, I, I'm. I'm one of the things I've always been pretty brutally honest. So it doesn't stack up. Georgia's just head and shoulders above everybody. And I think it starts one with the commitment to most schools to doing well in football. And and, and the communities in Georgia are, are like rural communities in Virginia. The rural communities in Virginia, football was real important, but the athletes really weren't there. But in Georgia, you got athletes everywhere, and football is important to those communities, and they want to do well. Football is very important to the state of Georgia, and I think that shows, and there's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, Studies have shown that kids that play athletics do better in school, and then they do better in life. So I think we as educators need to make sure that we give these kids every chance we can, and I I think Georgia's done one of the better states I've been in, probably the best state as far as getting the best teachers and the best coaches for our, the kids in the state. And the other thing is coaching's just a hundred times better top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You got some really good coaches in Virginia, you got some really good coaches in, in Georgia, but for the most part, when you get down to the teams that aren't very good in Virginia, then a lot of it is it's just poorly coached, and there's no commitment from the administration to even improve it. And Georgia, for the most part, everybody can coach here, and the commitment's there from the administration. 
You didn't duck that question. I'm 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 loving it. That's for sure. No doubt about yeah. it. And, and I, you know, I've only been here now a year. I lived here a couple uh, back in the early, I guess, 2003 or so. But the thing that impressed me, especially when I got to the state championship games last year, was the amount of, like you said, the football talent on the field at that one, two, three, or four A school. Uh, you know, you don't find that in in other states. And I've watched football in 19 states personally over 40 years, so I get it. So let's wrap up with the final question: the Gilmer Bobcats. What are the goals you've set? What will make it a successful season aside from getting off that losing schneid well you got to get off the losing schneid and the other thing to be successful is you want to make sure that you turn these kids into good young men and that's our first goal and you know we want them to understand that nothing's given to them you got to work hard to achieve everything you can in life so it's going to start here on the football field and if they can take that from playing for us then i feel that they'll be successful in life very good summary there, Coach. Well, it's been a pleasure to, to have you on and expose the, uh, the Bobcats to the nation, and uh, we wish you nothing but success in 2019. I appreciate it. We're going to try. Okay. Thanks a lot, Coach. Hey, when we're not on the air on the podcast, make sure you check out all the preseason action at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. We have a state-by-state breakdown for you. And tomorrow on the High School Football America podcast, we're going top 25 in the High School Football America preseason 100. Andy Stefanelli, the head coach at Good Council, ranked number 25 in the preseason national rankings, will join us. And he is part of the uber-tough Washington Catholic Athletic Conference. That and more tomorrow on the High School Football America podcast.